Hello, and welcome to another episode of Conscious Healing with Randall Wegener. Today's episode is about living an active life instead of a reactive life. What that kind of means is, you know, so often how we feel and how we react is dependent upon the world around us. You know, if <clears throat> if we're on a beach and the, we're watching the waves and it's a beautiful, warm, sunny day and we have this sense of peace in our mind and in our hearts and in our bodies. We're sitting by a stream, on a mountainside stream, just listening to the, the brook of the stream flowing around the rocks and the gentle breeze and the trees. And there's a sense of, ah. But then we could be in a place of shopping somewhere, Black Friday shopping or holiday shopping in general, and we're reacting to the outside world. You know, we listen to something on the news or read something in the paper or on the internet, and all of a sudden our body changes. The energy in our body is different. There's more tension in our muscles. We're, our emotions are now engaged more, and we're going into a almost combative type state of of anger or frustration and so we need to learn to live an active life no matter where we are no matter what we're experiencing or what the world around us is doing but to exist at all times in a sense of divine love and peace and i'm sure some of you are saying yeah that's not possible it is very possible because your state of mind and how you feel on the inside is 100% dependent upon you and only you. You decide how you feel on the outside. On the, excuse me, you decide how you feel on the inside. The outside is what happens around you does not have to engage you. you know, the ultimate goal in life is to stay that perfect witness, the witness that watches everything in life and engages and does all the things we need to do of <coughs> working and having fun, <coughs> excuse me, and learning and teaching and whatever it is, we can do all of that, but we can do it from a sense of love. And so to learn to, to be in that place at all times, in an active place, and then decide how you're going to engage, what you're going to engage in, you know, again, most people are engaging in every single thing that comes by. It's like they hear something and, ah, this, and then this, ah, you know, just reaction after reaction, you know, instead of just observing. Yes, the media is telling us lots of stuff, but the media doesn't tell us the whole story of life. There's beautiful things happening all over the world. There just isn't a reporter there to cover it. There isn't cameras. There isn't, you know things like that. It's just beautiful parts of this planet that are unaltered by humans. And so to know that there's always a sense of balance that makes life exist, the balance in nature and the balance of man, you know, they're kind of out of balance now, but if, they're, if we honor it and respect it in a state of balance, we can both coexist. So learning to be part of the solution, not of the problem. What that means is if we continue to worry about all the things that we're being told are wrong, then that's part of the problem. 
we replicate it, we talk about it, we think about it, we energize it. But if we think of the solution, we send it love, we hold a place of peace, we hold space for the experience to take place, then we're part of the solution. In order to, for anything to change, there has to be the perception of that experience, that person in a different way. You know, so often young kids, you know, enter their what's referred to as terrible twos and they get all emotional, all emotional. You know, part of the reason is because their liver is so large in their body and the emotion of the liver is anger because the liver is the largest organ, basically in lungs and stuff, of internal organs down there of um, in the body when you're born in a little kid. And so they're their young liver energies coming into effect or into power basically around their twos. And so that's what gives a lot of the temper tantrums and different things that are going on like that. So to be able to understand why things are happening and what's going on is important instead of just simply reacting, reacting, reacting. So when a little kid like that is acting like that, then he gets labeled, oh, he's a bad kid. Oh, he's a terrible kid. And then we start labeling them and putting energy out there and then the kid starts believing it because it creates that energy around him and then he continues to act like that even as he's older but if that same kid if we see him as love see him as a beautiful child as divine love no matter how his physical manifestation is perceived just simply continue to see him in a state of love and that he's a loving entity. And then that gives him the ability of change and becoming something else. Because again, our perception precedes form. If a lot of people perceive somebody a certain way, they act a certain way. You know, even a kind of a, a funny example. Um, many years ago, I went back to Nebraska to visit my grandmother who, who wasn't doing real well. And so I went to my cousin's house and we were, you know, we sat down. And so they handed me this microphone to a little speaker that she was holding. And they said, she can't hear. You need to speak into this microphone in order for her to hear. And so I would hear, I would watch each one of them, you know, saying, talking to her. And they would hold this little microphone and speak to her. And so I just sat down next to her and didn't have the microphone or anything with me. And I just said, Hello, Grandma. How are you? She turned to me. She said, I'm fine. She could hear, but everybody was treating her as if she couldn't hear. And she wasn't going to fight everybody. So she just allowed them to perceive her in a certain way and treat her a certain way. But in some, I treated her as a normal person. I didn't treat her as somebody that couldn't hear. And so she responded to me the same way. So that's what's important with life is don't let other people change your perception of the beauty of life. Life is a beautiful, wonderful, organic process. It's a divine process. As long as we stay out of the way, we are the ones that are complicating a lot of things, not making it better. Sure. In, in some ways, we're improving life. Absolutely. Through medicine and in some ways, technology, but also in many more ways, we're complicating life. And so it's important to stay out of the way in our physical body, mental, emotional body, and in the exterior world around us. 
But in order to be able to do that properly, <clears throat> excuse me, we have to come from a place of knowledge of who we are. We have to have that inner knowing of oneness of who we are. That way it allows us to live an active life, not a reactive life. With an active life, you already know before you get in a situation how you're going to react. You know yourself so well. You know how you respond to, to trauma, how you respond to praise. You know, it may sound kind of funny, but a lot of people don't like to be praised and they don't respond well if you praise them in some ways. Childhood stuff that they were so programmed in a negative way, they believe that they didn't deserve to be praised. They didn't deserve to be seen in a good way. And that's their choice of their journey because they were programmed by others that way. <clears throat> they can always be, always be unprogrammed. All of these childhood perceptions can be set free and unprogrammed if you desire. There's techniques and there's people that can help guide you through that. Hopefully through my podcast, it's giving you some tools. And um, if there's more tools you want to help you guide you through your processes, please email me. Um, I'm always open to that. It's consciousheilingrw at gmail.com. So living an active life as opposed to a reactive life. With the reactive life, not only does it affect how we respond in situations in the external world, fearful, angry, whatever, but it changes how our physical body responds also. Because our emotions, our energy of reacting is then affecting the physical form of our bodies. So the mental emotional state and the reactive physical state changes the physical form. So that can be, you know, for a lot of people, it's muscle tension, you know, just overall tension in their physical body. Then they start feeling really fatigued because they're wasting so much energy holding this physical tension in their body because they're afraid they're reacting to the outside world. You know, it, for some, the holding the body in a state of tension is like creating a armor for your body. It's like, okay, if I create this tension, it'll be like a shell or something that will protect me from the world, but it isn't. You know, we're, you know, animals, our soft underbelly, and so often, you know, we'll roll our shoulders forward and we'll kind of hunch our back and try to protect our our front side, our yin side, the soft organs. And we hold so many different patterns um, in the physical body based on our mental emotional state. So somebody that is at peace with themselves, that is living a much more active life, holds their head high, their shoulders back. They, they walk with a sense of grace and smoothness as they move through time and space. There's a certain sense of freedom that exists within their own physical body because their physical body is not being compromised by their mental emotional state. So it allows this sense of freedom of movement and flow. You know, everything in life is about energy, qi, as we call it in Chinese medicine. And so we often, through our mind, emotions, thoughts, and physical reactions, we block our qi. And in 
situations like injuries, car accidents, that blocks your chi because your your muscle goes into a contraction to guard and protect the body from the injury and the brain sends a message for it to stay that way. So unless you go and reset the muscle's memory and the brain, it holds that tension in the body. You know, as an acupuncturist, I go into motor points and reset the muscle's memory with the brain's memory. The brain sends back a message saying, relax, and the whole muscle can expand and relax. So you can remove injuries and trauma from the body. Um, Also with auricular ear acupuncture, you can remove a lot of the PTSD or the mental emotional trauma that's also stored in the body by just putting healing sticks in um, your ears or having an acupuncturist put healing sticks in your ears. Um, Make sure it's a licensed professional doing that. So there's all kinds of techniques that can help you find harmony. Doing yoga, tai chi, qigong, things like that really help move your chi, bicycling, swimming. Um, Running does in some ways, but it's an impact sport that also creates trauma in the body at the same time. It's freeing for the spirit, but over a period of time, I've treated lots and lots of runners, hips, knees, ankles, from the impact takes a toll. So more, um, less, less stressful ways of moving your chi is always better if possible. But by moving the physical chi in our body, that gets rid of these blockages I've talked about. And you know, those of you that go to the gym and exercise and work out, you know how wonderful you feel when you're on a routine of exercising, of <clears throat> cardiovascular and just moving your physical body. A lot of those barriers of stress and tension and stuff is released from our body. And, you know, it, it gets addicting. You know, if you miss a day, it's like, oh, I'm not at the gym. I want to go to the gym because we feel so good because we keep our chi moving. So as we move our physical chi through exercise, through going out and hiking and biking and doing wonderful things like that, it allows us the opportunity to then release our inner constrictions, our inner perceptions mentally, emotionally, that are also adding to the physical constraints, the physical tension in our body. So they work harmoniously. If our mind perceives tension, stress, trauma, our physical body responds by manifesting it. If our physical body releases all of that, it gives the opportunity of our mind and perception to release it also, which then sets the body free and maintains that freedom. Otherwise, what happens with a lot of people is they work out, they go to the beach for the day, they go back and the next day they go to the office, everything is back. All the tension is back. All the stress is back. So it's situational. What we need to learn is to be at peace, have peace and harmony in our hearts, our minds, our bodies at all times, no matter what situation we're in. By doing that, it allows our mind to be clear, our body to be at peace so we can make better decisions. We can be able to do whatever it is that we do in our life much easier with much less energy. It takes so much energy to move through time and space when you're frustrated and angry or sad or depressed and holding all these altered tensions in the body. 
It's best to just set everything free and stay in a state of awareness. Aware that we're a divine being at all times. And aware that we can create the experience that we want as far as changing our perception about the experience. You know, it doesn't mean if you desire to be a princess, all of a sudden you're living in a castle. No, not that at all. <clears throat> but no matter what your experience is, your living experience, some are changeable, some are not changeable easily. Um, but your perception of yourself within the experience is changeable. So even if you're in a traumatic situation, if you can feel a sense of inner peace and inner love, you're still free no matter what is going on around you. You still are completely free. So to be able to have that active participation in life, not reacting to the situation that you're living in or that's going on around you. So by doing so, it just makes life fun. It makes it so much more fun where we can, everything is lighter and easier and flowers smell more beautiful. Music is more beautiful because we're free. So living an active life as opposed to reactive life is working less, creating less tension, getting out of our own way, allowing life to be an organic process of love. So stay in an active mode, not the reactive mode. The reactive mode, even though it sounds like it should be much easier, takes so much more work because all of the side effects of the reaction causes rippling effects that may last years or lifetime in some people. And so we want to be able to set you free now. So the rest of this journey, and if you choose to come back the next journey, will have a, a greater sense of peace, a greater sense of beauty. Um, you can be free. You know, heaven on earth can exist Maybe not always in the perception around us, but within our own hearts and our own minds, we can exist in a certain state of, of inner peace. And, you know, being able to understand that living an active life is a, a constant adjustment. As we age through life, our ability to live an active role in life, in our own life, gets challenged more and more all the time, you know, especially when you get older, or when you start being a parent. So now you have to live an active role for yourself and for your children. And so you have to learn how to expand the ability to live an active life instead of reactive. Learn how to expand that beyond just one's control of one's own self-thought and mind and body, but to be able to extend that to actively being aware and to be able to help your family. Um, a sense of awareness instead of reaction because all of our kids will do things that as a parent at times you want to go, what? But you just kind of learn to be at peace and allow them to learn because quite often parents will react in a negative way to something that a child has done or said or something then the parent's reaction becomes a scar in the child. Whether they're spanked, whether they're yelled at, the words they use can really wound a child that changes them for the rest of their journey. 
So if we can be an active parent, not a reactive parent, to be able to be at peace with oursel- within ourselves so then when whatever our children does or whatever our spouse does, whoever we're partnered with, when they react or do something does not engage us, we can be the grounding element in the situations because what happens if everybody starts reacting, then nobody's grounded. Nobody's this grounding force that allows harmony to return. It becomes a battle of chaos at some level, which is strictly all reaction. So to be able to find that place of being an active participant in life at all times, how we teach our children, how we raise our children, how we exist with our own life, how we treat our pets, our plants. You know, there needs to be this presence at all times because he said even plants are reactive. If, you know, we're constantly in our head and reacting to emotions and stress, plants will feel that and it will affect how they grow. So the simple process of living an active life can change so many dynamics of our life at so many different levels. As I said, even your plants will grow better. But it creates a healthier life, a healthier journey as a whole, less physical disease, less physical pain and suffering, less creating situations that we don't want to experience, like accidents or traumas. You know, a lot of times those happen as a necessary aspect to teach us something that we're not willing to look at. We're not willing to process. So sometimes life has to present us a very dramatic presentation or experience to get our attention, to get us to process something. But if you're living in an active role of your life, there's less necessity and attraction to the external world to give us dramatic experiences to motivate and change our inner world. So enjoy life have fun, breathe at all times, long, deep inhale, (sighs) long, deep, slow exhale. Just allow all the tension of life to be free, to be in a state of awareness, the witness of life. You watch all the things that are going on. You do what is necessary in life and enjoy it. Whatever you choose to do, Choose it wisely. Choose it out of love and compassion because all your actions and all your thoughts are your choice. So make sure your choices are active choices, not reactive choices, and that your choices are always from a place of divine love and harmony and wishing the best for wherever your energy is sent to another person, to the universe, to a project, whatever it is. Do whatever you do out of a sense of peace and love. Blessings to all of you, and thank you very much for being you. And please, enjoy being you. Till next time, take care. And I love you all. Be well.